This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk back again with you guys for another show, for another episode of our Raw Reaction series and specifically the Arsenal Transfer News Show. I hope you're doing good. I hope you had a fantastic Christmas yesterday. Good evening, good morning, good day, wherever you are in the world. To everybody in the chat box, we've got Kaiser, we've got Stevie, we've got Manu, uh, Paul, Matt G, Fun Trick, we've got Paul Murphy, uh, Bracket Busters, we've got Jose, Joel, The Onyx Lens, John Nat. Stephen Foote, Steve Coots, uh, Emmanuel, Stephen Richards, John G and Ife as well. And so many more of you. Thank you so much, as always, uh, for tuning in. Uh, it's always a pleasure to have you join us. And uh, it's great to see so many of you waking up early on Boxing Day to continue. Um, regarding kind of Christmas gifts and stuff like that, I don't really know what the family was trying to say when they bought me this T-shirt which is pretty ridiculous, but uh, maybe they're saying I watch far too much football, but <laughs> they probably have a point. Um, let us know in the chat box well, how your Christmas was, how it got on. Hope you had a fantastic one if you indeed did celebrate it. Uh, whilst we're carrying on through with the transfer news, of course, Arsenal is playing Norwich City today. There will be a reaction to that around nine o'clock UK time this evening, so do make sure you've got those notifications turned on so you don't Miss it. Uh, we also hit a massive Christmas present, was hitting 6,000 subscribers over on the Arsenal way, which is uh, a brilliant achievement considering we started the channel less than six months ago over in August uh, and we've hit 6,000 subs. And a lot of that is to do with the support from you guys. I know that a lot of you have really kind of followed me over there and, and followed the stuff that we've been getting on. So thank you. Uh, for your continued support. I know a lot of you tune into the shows even when I'm not there, which is great as well. And showing support to the whole family over at the Arsenal Ways is something that we're very proud of. And uh, and we hope that you continue to enjoy the content. There'll be a reaction. I'll be live on the channel pretty much straight after the Norwich game. Um, and of course, we'll do our own reaction over here around nine o'clock when I finish my shift today. Yes, working on Boxing Day. It's the world of football. Um, but make sure you do follow us over there and uh, you can see our reaction after the game. Um, but let's crack on with the uh, story of the day. And that was Aubameyang broke his silence, as you may have seen plenty of headlines come out with yesterday, um, putting a cryptic uh, <laughs> hashtag on a Christmas post, obviously. 
Uh, we wouldn't expect any less. Family first. You can't really disagree with the point. I get it. Um, could have been left off. I could have, you know, could have just been like Merry Christmas, everybody, and not leaving any kind of undertone on the post. And then Arsenal actually used the photo on their own uh, Twitter feeds of, of, you know, a, coll- a collection of players that they've got that have said Happy Birthday, Happy Birthday, Merry Christmas on their Insta feeds. So, uh, Interesting, but I think that we're all going to in agreement that he's probably going to leave in January. Although saying that, uh, reports did emerge over the last 48 hours or so that Juventus, who were one of the teams that were interested in Aubameyang, are supposedly a little bit cautious, reluctant, uh, nervous about moving ahead with a deal for Aubameyang, unsurprisingly so. Fingers crossed uh, we see plenty of teams with greater interest in the January window. We can sort something out because his future at Arsenal does appear quite unlikely at this stage. Um, Moving on to our next story, Ainsley Maitland-Niles. Now, this story came up uh, late on Christmas Eve. Of course, we didn't have a show yesterday morning, so we didn't get a chance to cover it. And I know a lot of you have probably seen this already. Um, But Ainsley Maitland-Niles has been linked with the move to Roma. Jose Mourinho supposedly has opened talks with Arsenal about a possible deal to sign the England international on loan in January. Uh, we know that Roma were previously linked with Mainsley. Uh, I think they were linked with Mainsley a couple of years ago. It was only a very loose link. Nothing ever came of it, obviously, but it was only a very loose link. And then last summer, we saw uh, Granite Xhaka linked with the move to Roma. They want a midfielder. They've been looking for a midfielder. And uh, they didn't really strengthen that area massively uh, in the summer window. And they're still looking to bring someone in. They've enjoyed success in the English market through Tammy Abraham and seeing what he's done this season in Serie A. So Jose Mourinho must reckon that he can get more from Ainsley Maitland-Niles as well. So we'll have to int- we'll be very intrigued to see if this move takes place. If it does, I do get the feeling that Arsenal can't really afford not to go into the market and sign a midfielder because, because of the African Cup of Nations. We'd be left with just Lokonga and Granite Xhaka as our only senior options. Uh, Partey and Elneny would be off and Mainsley would have been sold to Roma. So surely if that's the case, something has to give something has to change. And speaking of possible deals being done, Mikel Arteta has had some words quoted on the transfer market. He was asked about the situation and he says, if you can tweak what you need to in that period, which is not easy, it would be really helpful. We are working on that to see the necessities we can have and whether we can find the right solutions to that, speaking regarding possible signings in the January window. It opens up the idea that Arsenal could sign someone permanently. It's not just you know a simple response of, no, we're not really looking to do anything or it's going to be very unlikely for us to do anything. It's very open. They are working. They are looking at possible options. Him and Edu, Richard Garlick, the scouts, the recruitment team working in harmony, you hope, to try and sort out some kind of move. And if we think about Mainsley leaving, surely a midfielder, at least in the short term, makes plenty of sense. Does a striker happen? It would, for me, depend on the futures of Eddie and Ketia. There are three clubs that we know of that are interested. We've got Crystal Palace, we've got Brighton, and West Ham are all said to be interested in Eddie and Ketia. If he leaves in January, if Balogun goes on loan, if, um, if a Bamiyang situation isn't sorted out, that would leave us with just Lacazette. And with the midfielders, as I say, Partey and Elneny gone, Mainsley could leave. That would leave us with just Xhaka and Lokonga. Surely a striker and midfield additions have to be made 
without leaving Arsenal ridiculously thin. Speaking of, though, possible coverage, there was images of Charlie Patino training with the Arsenal first team over the Christmas period, which was great to see. He has been training with the Arsenal first team for some time, so it's not exactly like a clue that he could be included in the squad today or in the coming weeks. But what I would say is the fact that we've got players of that quality coming through that are regularly training with the first team, it does mean that you've got that hope that there's some depth there and the strength of those depth is going to come through and maybe we'll see some promotion to the first team. We will have to wait and see. Uh, Our final story, though, is on a possible striker target and ESPN have reported that, again, Arsenal remain interested in Moroccan and Sevilla striker Yusuf Enezri. He's a player that I like a lot. He has suffered with an injury this season, which has kept him out of the fold for a little bit. In fact, I think he's only just come back in their recent game against Barcelona, uh, came on for the last 20 minutes or so, and that's the first time he's played in a fair few games. So his statistics don't look amazing this season because he's been suffering with this continuous injury. He is coming back, though, so now in the new year, it will be intriguing how he responds, how he gets back into form after this injury. Obi, you know, a little bit averse maybe to pushing the boat out to sign him in January, considering the injury that he's just suffered. I want to kind of see how he comes back from that. But he was doing fantastically well before he suffered it. He was certainly the reason why Sevilla were in a title race at the start of, and at the end of last season. Sevilla, again, are up there this season, looking to push to try and get as high up the La Liga table as possible. And his return will definitely be part of a huge help towards that. He could be a cheaper option to the likes of Vlaovic or Dominic Calvert-Lewin, depending on how much Arsenal would like to spend. But we will have to wait and see if this is a deal that Arsenal can get done. And that is all of the transfer news over the last 48 hours. As you can imagine, there's not been loads, it being tra- uh, Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. Um, please do uh, throw your questions into the chat box because I'll be spending another 10 minutes or so going through as many of those as possible. So let's get to them. Okay, let's jump into the chat box. I know that I think I saw um, Matt G ask the question, what was the injury that he suffered? I can tell you. Give me one second. Uh, Injury history for Yusuf Nezri. It just says a muscle injury that he missed the last 10 games. To be fair, that is his first injury since 2018-19. He's not a player that's been regularly injured. He suffered an injury before that in 16-17. He's not a player that tends to get injured all that often. Whether this begins kind of a uh, a start of some injuries, I don't know. But this is his first injury where he's missed like a, a real period of games, Matt. So he's not someone that you particularly need to be concerned about injuries, unless, of course, this one is, is further, which would be a bit of a shame. Um, we'll see how it goes. Um, Henry says, what is it with stupid and Roma saying how skint they are? But we know they paid plenty on Tammy. Uh, go and do one, Jose. Look, I think that clubs obviously use tactics in the market to try and get themselves a better deal. We're aware of the fact that they tried to lowball Arsenal with the Granite Xhaka situation in the summer. Clubs aren't going to tell you how much they've got. As soon as they do, they're at a weaker point through negotiations. They'll try and keep that as secret as feasibly possible. Even Arsenal do it. Arsenal do it low. So you can't be expecting that other clubs aren't going to try the same tactic Again, uh, Abe says, what are your thoughts on Tammy Abraham? He scored 12 goals already, although six were in the Conference League, but he looks much more of a rounder player. Look, he's someone in the summer that when we were discussing him, I said I would have been more open 
to him being signed and I know a lot of other people were people kind of dismissed Tammy Abraham almost immediately because obviously he wasn't starting for Chelsea but when you've got Timo Werner that they spent 50 million quid on and then Lukaku that they spent 100 million quid on it's not really surprising and I kind of viewed Abraham as a bit of a project piece someone that could certainly improve and I think that he is improving his finishing still needs to get better he does miss too many chances for me when I've watched him but I think that he could be a player that explodes onto the European scene and maybe even the Premier League scene were he to return. So if Arsenal were linked with a move to him, it would not, it wouldn't discourage me, uh, is what I would say. It wouldn't discourage me at all. Um, Steve says, hi, Tom. Is Tommy available for tonight? Uh, we've still heard nothing concrete as far as I'm aware. I mean, I'll go onto the Arsenal website just now to check if I haven't missed anything. Um Pictures of training was released. Have we seen any pictures of Tomiyasu in training? I'm just scrolling through. Ben White and Balogun, Elneny, Tavares, Ben White and Gabriel, Partey, Smith-Rowe, uh, Patino and Lacazette, Xhaka, Martinelli. Smith-Rowe is available, it seems, as is Martinelli, as we've already said, Tavares, Lacazette, Ben White. I'm not seeing any images of Tomiyasu at the moment, which is a little bit of a concern. Thankfully, we are playing Norwich. No, but no, it, I mean, I've, there's no pictures of him. I didn't see any pictures of Martin Odegaard's either, which is, again, another concern, not seeing either Odegaard or Tomiyasu in the team. It's less so Odegaard. We know that Smith Rowe can come straight into the fold, but it's just obviously a bit frustrating when you know that you've got a player that you really need in your team and uh, he's not there. So that's a bit of a shame if Tommy Asu isn't indeed available, but there's been no images of him training. Neither so Erdegaard too. Um, John says, sorry, Tom, just tuning in now. So not sure if it's been discussed, but is Tommy Asu available for the game? <laughs> yes, you know, I should read questions before I ask them. I hope that I've answered your question now, John. The answer is we don't really know, but the, the signs aren't looking good um, from the training photos that have been released. Uh, Pradbuddha says, uh, how long is Maitland-Niles' contract till? I think it's until 2023. Let's have a quick check how long Maitland-Niles is contracted at Arsenal to. He's to 2023. So at the end of this season, he'll have a year left on his deal. Deep says, Tom, do you know, do you think Arteta's comments are more aligned towards getting a striker in January than a midfielder since we have the numbers in the midfield already. I don't think we do, Amandi. We have numbers in regards to how many are available, but quality and depth, and then when you think that we're losing Elneny and Partey, that Maitland-Niles could leave, you know, there are a number of things that could stop us from signing players um, in, in either position. So I can't definitively say whether or not it's striker or midfield. It could be very much either. Uh, Nathan, thank you so much, mate, for the donation. That's really, really kind of you. Um, hi, Tom. If Arteta doesn't t uh, doesn't make top four, should we sack him? Personally, I don't know, but we need to keep our standards high. Merry Christmas to you. Um, I've said from the start of the season that my expectation was top six. If he didn't get top six, he has to go. If he doesn't get top four, but still gets fifth or sixth place, look, I think we've progressed forwards from last year. We were back-to-back -back eighth place finishes. We've improved the team. There are four teams, in my opinion, that have better squads than Arsenal. Man United, Man City, Liverpool, Chelsea. There are other teams that are pushing, obviously, for that top four place. If we weren't to get top four, it's not a sackable offence. But if we were to continue to just be stagnating in top six and never push or get close to that top four under Arteta, then you'd have to say he'd go. But if we're making progression, which would be to get back into the top six, that, for me, is, is enough for him to keep his job for now. But if he wasn't in the top six by the end of the season... 
he would have to go, in my view. There's there's not really an argument to finish outside the top six three seasons in a row. So we'll have to wait and see. Um, let's scroll back up. Uh, Richard Beaton says, good morning, Tom. First time I've been able uh, to catch you live in ages. Thank you, Richard, for tuning in. Really appreciate your time as always. Uh, Fun Trick says, do you think Emil Smith-Rowe will eventually get back into the starting eleven, And how? Look, yes, I absolutely do. I think that they'll see rotation. I think that when people get very concerned about players not getting in the lineup, they immediately think, oh no, they're, they're going to leave. Like, why would they want to stick around if they're not getting the team? But if you're a team that's pushing for, you know, honours and trophies and getting into the top four, which Arsenal will hope to be doing this season, look at Man City, look how many attacking options they have, look at Chelsea. I know that they're a different level to us right now. But we need to be aiming for that. So rotation will be key. Smith-Rowe could come back into the team today if Erdogan is not fit. And players will take their chance. You look at Martinelli, he's taken his chance. And we have to look at that as well and say that players have to like push towards getting their places back and push to get him back in the team. He's just signed a new contract. I wouldn't worry too much. We should see plenty of um, plenty of change and plenty of rotation. Uh, yes, it says, Tom, would play the same as the Sunderland game against Norwich. Um, I would make a fair few changes. Uh, I, we did do a preview show yesterday. If you want to go and check that out on YouTube, it is, uh, was it yesterday? No, sorry, it was on Christmas Eve we did that. Uh, I was joined by Ro here and uh, who was joined? Ludwig and Zamir was who joined me. Oh, memories. It's been two days ago, forgive me. Um, but we had a really good chat about kind of who we would be using and playing and, and putting into the team. And I think that I put in a lot of the African Cup of Nations players like El Nenny, Partey, Pepe, because obviously they're not going to be available in a couple of days' time. So use them now when we give a rest to some other players. Um, Matt says that Tommy should be rested regardless if he's available for Wolves, which is a fair point. Edwin says, hey, Tom, what is the team use for Norwich? As far as we're aware, the players that could be out are Tommy Asu, Erdegaard could both be out. Um, injuries to other players. Kalasnach, obviously, we know he's been injured for quite some time. Lukonga and Maitland-Niles have been back in training after suffering from illness. Lukonga was specifically because of testing positive. Pablo Marie could be back, but obviously we don't know if he would even play. I would expect there to be a few changes tonight from the Leeds game and from the Sunderland game uh, because obviously we've got a game against Wolves in less than 48 hours, which is mad anyway. But we'll have to wait and see. Stephen says, I know I have mentioned these players before, but I really do like the Sassuolo pair, Schumacher and Berardi, or Berardi, uh, I believe. Take a look. Merry Christmas. I don't know much about Schumacher. I know Berardi, unless you do mean Berardi, in which case I don't know who he is. But Berardi, uh, he's aging a bit now as a winger. I'm not sure that he would come in and usurp Saka a right wing I think maybe you should target a younger profile player but we'll have to wait and see Marshall says hello Tom do you think all these games getting postponed could affect the Premier League's integrity mate that's, the Premier League has very little that's <laughs> very little integrity at times anyway some of the decision making and double standards but uh look I think that I think it's going to be a, a situation where they try and push through for as long as possible but they have to take into account player safety. That's the integrity that will get questioned is, is their look at player safety. We'll have to wait and see, but it's it's a concern is, is what it is. It's a huge concern. If this is Tom, what do you think of the Xmas photo from Arsenal and Aubameyang smiling next to Arteta? Um, I've not seen that. Uh, unless it was a separate photo, I've not actually seen it. Was it on Twitter or Instagram? Oh, I see. It's the picture on the... Uh, I don't... <sighs> 
I'm trying to look to see if that's if they retook the photo with all the Christmas jumpers on. My expectation is is that that photo was taken when they did the, the team photo all those months ago, and they already had those jumpers, so they took the picture back then with the jumpers on. I don't think they retook that picture uh, again more recently. I think they would have taken that photo a long time ago. So I think there's probably, you know, uh, a reason why you're seeing them so happy clappy. <laughs> then, um, yes, this is Tony Tom. Technical ability is very good. He also athletic and tall. He's an upgrade on lacquer. It is every aspect. He should be, uh, he's also only 25 and 40 to 50, 45 million. Would you take him? I would take him. Uh, if other options weren't available, but I do think there are other options like Calvert-Lewin, like Vlaovic, like Inezri that I would be more tempted by. Maybe not Inezri, but certainly Vlaovic and Dominic Calvert-Lewin would tempt me more than Tony. I also have a couple of concerns about how he's transitioned to the Premier League and whether or not he's the pressing style of striker that Arteta would want in his team. Whoever we get, we need to get someone who presses. That's why I like Calvert-Lewin a lot because he's very hardworking. He presses a hell of a lot. That's what he had. That's why he broke into the Everton team because of how hardworking he is. And now he's added goals to his game. So it would be the questions around whether he's a presser or not. The Onyx Lens says, what type of midfield profile do you think we should go for? A six or a box-to-box? I think someone who could do both you need to look at. Someone who's got the versatility in their game to be able to play both roles is what we need. Uh, Manu says, I tuned into the Bologna game to watch Svamber because his highlights looked great. I was more impressed by Sassuolo striker Skamaka. Fancy either of those. Again, I don't know much about Skamaka either. Um, he's a player that I've heard of, but he's not a player that has, has come across my radar uh, at all. I'm just trying to have a look and see his stats if they come up. Gianluca Scamacca. Uh, he is from Italy. Uh, how old is he? He's 22. Scored how many goals? Six in 19 this season. Did he score in that game against Bologna? He didn't. They lost 3-0. But he has scored more recently. That's one, two, three, four in his last seven appearances. Scored two against Genoa. He's a player that's coming good, it looks like, but Maybe someone that, again, Italian players don't really like to leave Italy. It's not something you see regularly happen. So maybe there's other options that Arsenal should be looking for. A says, do you ever look back on transfer windows? I believe when Emery was in charge when AC Milan wanted to do a swap with Torreira for Kessier. Uh, I, don't, I think that was a pretty loose rumour. Uh, I'm not sure how how much truth there was in that. But I mean, when you look on that now, and you'd say, absolutely, we should have done something like that. But I don't know how uh how much you know weight there was back then in that kind of deal do i look back at previous links absolutely but uh there's no point crying over spilt milk at the end of the day uh matt murdoch uh who joins us all the way from hell's kitchen <laughs> says uh personally i think skamaka uh will stay in italy and move to a bigger club in Serie A. uh marsh says you need a fabinho type i agree if we can get someone as good as fabinho uh fantastic Yes, it says Tom. Who would you rather have in January, Vlaovic or Tielemans? Probably, probably, uh, probably Vlaovic. I feel like if you can get him done, Tielemans is someone you could get in in the summer still. But if you put enough money down, so I'd probably say Vlaovic at this uh, at this uh, moment in time. Said says Tom, what's your take on Enketia staying? I assume by staying, there's two routes to your question. One is signing a new contract. The other is keeping him until the summer when his contract expires. If we keep until the contract expires, I imagine that'll be because we weren't able to bring in a striker and the offers simply weren't there 
if they get an offer that's over ten million pounds, they would be mugs to really you know turn that down. They could go into the market and bring someone in temporarily uh, for the last six months of the season. I don't know what's going to happen with Nketiah. He's one of those that's really unpredictable to to kind of guess what could happen. He could leave, could get a good bid in January. He might stay and, you know, eke out the end of his contract and then get a good free move in the summer with decent wages and a signing on bonus. We'll have to wait and see. Um, Patrick says, will the Spurs game be postponed? That's been The Spurs game, I think, has already been postponed. Uh, Patrick, as far as I'm aware, it looks... I, saw, I thought I saw reports that it was going to be postponed. Um, let me have a look. It is trending on my Twitter at the moment, so I'm assuming, assuming it had been postponed. Is it not? I'm trying. Uh, it doesn't look like it is, to be fair. It says likely to be postponed after the Eagles become the latest Premier League club to have an outbreak, yet another one to be rescheduled. Uh, contrary to reports, the line understand between Spurs and Crystal Palace will go ahead. Okay. So, uh, and nine hours ago, Rahman Osman, who is a writer for London World, says, little update on Tottenham's Palace on Boxing Day. At the moment, the Palace, uh, Palace still hoping game will be called off, but the Premier League wants to run a test tomorrow morning to confirm the numbers making before making that final call. So it looks like um, it could still go ahead. I thought it was off, but apparently it's still very much in the balance. If it is off, Spurs will have missed a ridiculous amount of games, like a silly amount of games. They're going to have some weeks where their games build up and build up and build up. We'll have to wait and see. MFB, what's your dream January signing? I think you have to say someone like Vlaovic would be a dream signing in January just because of the quality he could bring you, but I, I doubt that's going to happen. Um Jean, oh, I'm pronouncing your, na- your name correctly, mate. Uh, Jean, uh, I mean, when how do you pronounce Odegaard? It's with the little O. So Je- I'm going I'm to say Jean. I'm hoping that's right. Apologies if it's not, mate. Uh, could it be an option to retrain Gabriel to replace Xhaka as a deep midfielder for next season? We are stronger defensively than in midfield. I think he has some of those qualities. Um, I'm I'm never really a big fan, Jordan, of of changing the positions of players. Ben White, Gabriel, um, I like them where they are. I think Arsenal need to look to sign players in positions that we need, not really aim to change, especially in defence. You can more so do it with forwards, like with wingers and strikers and strikers and wingers, uh, attacking midfielders and eights. Like you can kind of tweak some things there, but in defence. Never really a, a big fan of that. Um, so that's kind of where I'm at, to be honest. Uh, Runs with Cows says, what do you think Ty- about Tyrese Campbell? It's rumoured Newcastle interested. Oh, yes. Um, Kevin Campbell's boy. I think that he's still coming back off an injury. And I think that he's a player that needs to recover from that injury first. He needs to be proven in the Premier League before he's kind of being linked to Arsenal. But still very young, doing very good things. Maybe he'll move to Newcastle and we'll have a look what he does in the Premier League. Um Triple captain Martinelli for tomorrow, says Michael. I mean, I always recommend waiting and leaving your triple captain for the double game weeks, but uh, we'll see. Uh, Jonathan says, Spurs are going to play their games in hand in January after possibly making a few signings. Thoughts on that? Hey, look, it's it's something that I know a lot of people are, are, are talking about, that they could play all the games that have been postponed after strengthening their team. And it doesn't look great, does it? But maybe having, maybe having all those games in quick succession in midweek games and will cause them more problems than it will strengthening. We'll have to wait and see. But it's a strong theory. It's certainly a theory that 
should concern a fair few people. Uh, Man says, "How was your evening, mate? Enjoyed being with your family. Look, it was a great day, uh, and ate a lot of ate a lot of food, a lot of food. And the, the diet will be starting in the new year, leading up to the wedding. Got to try and get a bit slimmer for the wedding. Um, but uh, yeah, that was a good day, and I hope that everyone else in the chat box did as well. We are going to wrap things up there. Um, do tune into the Arsenal way. Link in the description to the channel after the game. We'll be doing a reaction after the game over on there, and then I'll have a reaction to the game on this channel at nine PM tonight. So make sure that you're turning those notifications on and hitting all those relevant buttons so that um that you you don't miss the show um just before we wrap up though chris p thank you so much he says super chats are back yeah i turned them off i don't know how i did that i know that there was an issue before with like um our youtube partner because i know the members if you remember you would have got an email that basically said memberships have been paused it was an issue with the youtube partner that got sorted out very quickly but that turned off super chats and I never turned them back on until Christmas Eve. So yeah, super chats are back. So thank you, Chris. Uh, happy holidays, mate. Hope you had a fantastic Christmas with the family. Awesome dedication as ever. Big up to the community too. Do you think Vlaovic is worth 80 million euros? I'm concerned about his pressing. I'm concerned about his pressing too. It's not part of his game, but it's certainly something that could be taught and trained into him. Is he worth that amount of money? For a player at 21 years of age, scoring that many goals in that league with that kind of level of defensive players in Serie A, I think it's very impressive and probably worth it. He looks like a reincarnation of Haaland, the next Haaland, if you like. It would be, yeah, it, I think it's probably worth moving for him. So, uh, yes, I do think it's probably worth it, Chris. But thank you uh, for your kind donation, mate. Really appreciate that. It's very kind of you. As I said, I'll be back on the channel at nine o'clock tonight after the game. But as I said before, you can find us on the Arsenal way uh, about 20 minutes or so after the final whistle. Do tune in for that. It's been an absolute pleasure to speak to you as it always is. And as always, up the Arsenal. It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates around and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dip in and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your McDelivery. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.